Hi friends, welcome to this bonus episode of Dear Hallmark. I'm Dara and I am your host for this show where we chop it up about Up TV and Great American Family and of course, like our namesake suggests, Hallmark Channel. And so for this episode, we are going to be talking about Up TV. Now, what I want to do is I want to give you a little history about Up TV because we haven't had a solo episode about Up TV in a while. So, and we have a lot of new friends here at the Home of Dear Hallmark. So, I just kind of want to lay the groundwork for where for what Up TV started as and where it, and like how it got to where it is now. So, Up TV started off as the Gospel Music Channel. And I remember it so vividly, still living with my dad, my sister and I would consume this network like nobody's business because it played Christian music of all genres. If you could think about, and I hate to make this comparison, but to kind of wrap your mind about the importance, at least to us, of that channel and kind of what the channel offered, it was a Christian MTV, if you will. So it played every genre of music and it played music videos from those different genres of music. They had rock, hip hop, traditional gospel, Southern gospel, kind of like I don't want to call it pop gospel, but like your mainstream gospel. So like Kirk Franklin, Mary Mary, Donnie McClurkin, Yolanda Adams, things of that sort. And they would also have live concerts on this channel as well. And they would have some talk shows, some interviews. It was an all, all around good, good Christian music network. Then all of a sudden, they started playing some scripted TV shows. And those scripted TV shows, not of their own, they kind of brought some into syndication. And then those scripted TV shows turned into scripted, original, quote unquote, movies or plays. They were movies, but they they were done in a play format. And they were bringing on all of the heavy hitters in Black Hollywood. So... I should say in black silver screen. So Essence Atkins, who played Yvette in Smart Guy, she had a movie where her opposite was Leon, who is also famous for his role as David Ruffin in the Temptations movie. They had a movie together. We have Vanessa Simmons, daughter of Rev Run. She was in a movie with Jason Weaver, who was the brother from Smart Guy and also voiced the original Simba in the movie The Lion King. They had a movie together. They they had so many different plays slash movies on the network. And they even did what was called a marriage vow series. So each movie was named after a vow. Um, there was For Richer or Poorer. That one starred Rockman Dunbar and Latoya Luck. I can't remember, like I can remember this clear as day. <laughs> I'm not reading off of any notes, you guys. Like this is coming back full circle, like a tsunami of remembrance, if you will. Rockman Dunbar and Latoya Luckett uh, were husband and wife, and that one talked about you know money in relation in, in a marriage. So they had for richer for bo- for richer for poorer, in sickness and in health. That one, I believe, was Jennifer Freeman, and I forget the guy's name, but he was in Half and Half. Oh, I forget his name. 
they had to love and to cherish, which was about a blended family. Um, the, yeah, with, um, the wife coming in as the stepmother and the children likening to her or not likening to her. Then they had, from this day forward, that was the one that which starred Essence Atkins and Leon. And then they had some other arbitrary, uh, some other arbitrary movies as well. But it was so good. And so the more that they began to produce these plays, we saw the shift from music to scripted programming. And then after a while, they changed their name from GMC, Gospel Music Channel, to Up TV, which stands for Uplifting Entertainment. Um, and then they began to just have the syndicated programming and these, these plays. And then next thing you know, Up TV began to acquire and make their own, um, their own movies. Now, the biggest thing is that because of the types of movies they play now, you would have not known that they started <laughs> by a good 70 to 80% of their programming were all black class all black casts. Uh, so that's something that I still find interesting that 98.2% of their programming, they, they don't, there's no diversity in ethnicity with the movies that they have that come out, uh, which I find extremely interesting because they got their start in programming with all black casts. So, I just found, find that very interesting. So that's some kind of BTS on Up TV's history, if you will. And I'm sure there's like a more expanded technical version. But as a viewer who watched the shift and the change, that's my perspective on Up TV's backstory. So now we have Up TV as another space where we are able to watch these made for TV romance movies, much like Hallmark channel. And they have themes. I don't want to say themed months. Cause not every month is themed. I don't, they didn't, they hardly did any movies in January. And I don't know if March has a theme. April I know is all about Easter. So they play a lot of Christian content in April. Uh, and then May is probably when they'll have spring content, but for February, what we're going to focus on for this episode is flirty February. That is their kind of Valentine's day offering for from up tv although it's not explicitly valentine's day it's just really 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 cute movies <laughs> so what i'm going to do because i definitely talk longer than i thought i was going to so i'm gonna take a sip of water we are going to take a break and then when i come back we are going to get into these up tv movies and i'm gonna tell you what they're hitting for or not hitting for when we come back stay tuned hey it's ryan reynolds and i'm here with keith co-star of my upcoming film if only in theaters may 17th Do you want to tell people the big news all right i'll do it 
Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome back, my friends. So let's get into what Up TV gave us for Flirty February. So I, I'm trying to decide if I want to rank them or just go in order of when they premiered. Let's just go in order of when they premiered. <laughs> so the first movie that premiered for Up TV's Flirty February is Happy Camper. That's, that kicked us off. And that movie is based off of a novel by an author named Melody Carlson. And I am very familiar with Melody Carlson as I grew up reading her books. She had many series for Christian teen girls. And um, as an adult now, I find, I think she shifted away from writing for teen girls. She now does contemporary romance and Christmas novels. And let me tell you, my favorite Christmas novel of hers that I am praying that gets turned into a movie is called The Christmas Swap. I'm going to link Amazon something or other so that you guys can check that book out because it is when I tell you you will eat that book up in a day I promise you guys do you do you hear me you 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 hear me okay I'm I'm, I'm just trying to tell you this book is so good it is my favorite Christmas novel of hers so Happy Camper, though. <laughs> so Melody Carlson not only wrote the book, but she also wrote the script for the movie. And this one is coming out of the True Brand Entertainment camp, which they just actually signed, inked a deal with Up TV for some movies. Um, they were they were the ones who were responsible for the engagement plot, which starred Trevor Donovan and Rachel Boston. And fun fact, I had a chance to talk with Brandon um, for what's going to, I'm basically previewing this now. I'm calling it my masterclass series. Um, so I got to talk to him about directing and a little, he mentions a little bit about Happy Camper as well as Engagement Plot and some other, and his other movie that was just announced called Just Jake. So, and that one's going to be coming to Up TV as well. So, you yeah it's it's going to be a good it's going to be a good moment for up tv for sure so happy camper is about and i forget the young lady's name this is so horrible but the young lady she we see her she's she's been stood up by her boyfriend when she goes to find him he is shredding everything and we're like what is going on so he's like i just need a minute we lost all of our money I just got to get away so we can figure out what to do. He gave her an envelope full of cash, told, you know, he was like, this should hold you over for however many months or whatever until we can find another investor. And what their business is, is they have a dating app called Woo Woo. 
And you know what I thought of? I thought of Sinclair from Living Single because that's her tagline. Whenever someone is sad or angry, she'll just go, woo, 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 <laughs> It's so funny. Anyway, so she, this woman, uh, this young lady, she travels back home and she, to her grandfather because her grandfather raised her because her mother left her when she was a child. And she finds out that her mother is now living with her grandfather. So there's that whole tension of her repairing the relationship with her mother. But while she's there, she finds this old camper that her grandfather has in his garage. And so she commits to fixing it up. And while she's fixing it up, she meets the owner of the hardware store, cute leading man. They begin to, you know, flirt a little something here and there. And then she enters this a camping fest, or I forget what the name of the festival is called, where people bring their camping rigs, their camper rigs to this big, like, stadium, if you will, um, or what's, what are those things called? Um, the English language is escaping me. Um, or convention center. There we go. Or convention center. And they have judges that judge the campers based on theme and motif. And so, uh, throughout the, you know, throughout the course of the movie, there's a villain and everything. All in all though, this, this movie was okay. Like it's a, it's a, it's sort of a cute watch. I don't know if it would be a, like, it, it definitely had a different feel than the other movies. I don't know if it's one that I would suggest maybe you watch in one sitting. Maybe you can sit for a couple, get up get something from the fridge, throw a load in the laundry, and then come back and be okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's one of those you can pop in and out of and be okay. So I I give that movie, if we were to rate it by hearts, because it's Flirty February, I would give it two and a half hearts. Yeah. The cinematography is on point, though. And I love the fashion in this movie as well. It has some, some nice hats from the people. The next movie that aired is called Luckless in Love. And this is the one I mentioned, if not in last week's episode, the episode prior. This was the first one that I watched from UpTV for February, and I loved every minute of it. It was so adorable, so cute. Um, It was punchy at the same time. And so really quick, if you haven't listened to that episode, what it's about, it's about a young woman named Winnie who works for this lifestyle magazine called Mush, I think it's called, which reminds me of Gwyneth Paltrow's Goop. And I think it's a play off of that. And But in her free time, Winnie has a blog called Luckless. And it's a basically a journal of her bad dates. <laughs> and she's been pitching this blog to her boss, about wanting to bring it to the magazine so that she's able to write the blog full time. But her boss doesn't doesn't want anything to do with it. So then her Winnie ends up finding this dude on a dating app and they have a date and it's just, it's so bad. It's so bad. So she chronicles it on her blog and this particular date just goes, for some reason, this one goes viral. And her boss picks it up and sees it and she says is this from your blog and she says yes and she's like I want you to continue to see this guy and I want you to write about it for our digital magazine and so the guy who has who she has to continue dating she's coined him the player 
And so the player is a British guy who's a sports agent who's trying to sign this hotshot baseball player. On his side, his boss is wanting him to commit because he has a revolving door of women. And he wants to be invited to this gala where it's the creme de la creme of recruits that he'll be able to bring on to the agency. And the boss says, I'm not letting you go to the gala until you're able to commit to one woman that you're able to bring. And so he just, both of them, Winnie and the guy, decide to continue dating each other without the other one knowing why they're continuing to date each other. But as they continue to date each other and force themselves to date each other, they actually begin to have feelings for one another. So that one is just really, really, it was just really good. I appreciated it. Then next, what aired is a movie called Mixed Baggage. And y'all, I've heard so much about this movie, but I just wasn't prepared for it. You guys, I'm going to just come right out and say it. This was my favorite movie of the entire month. Actually, it may be my favorite movie in the entire year so far, Hallmark included. This movie was so brilliant on all cylinders. It is highly unpredictable. And it's one of those... I don't want to call it tropes, but the plot is that two people who have a similar looking bag meet on an airplane and their baggage gets mixed up. And that's how the story begins. And I'm going to leave it at that. Because when I tell you, you need to watch this movie, you need to watch this movie because it is not going to go how you think it's going to go. Because every time I thought, oh, okay, so then this is going to happen. And it turned it on its head. And then I thought, Oh, okay, so then this is going to happen. And then it turned it on its head again. And I thought, oh my goodness, it kept me guessing. It kept me on my toes. I fast forward through the commercials so fast, jumped through all the commercials to finish this movie. It is such a treat. I encourage everyone to watch it. I remember I was talking with Rachel from the Hallmarkies podcast. She was like, this is the best. <laughs> she was like, this is the best made for TV movie I've ever seen. I was like, sis, I, I'm mad at you there. Like, this, when I tell you guys this movie is good, I'm telling you guys this movie is good. You need to watch it. Okay. And be sure to follow Dear Hallmark on Instagram and Facebook because I will find when it's next airing and then post on Instagram and Facebook so that you guys will be able to DVR it if you're not able to watch it live. And then finally, they rounded out the month with Sweet On You which stars Haley Duff and Rob Mays. Rob Mays is a man of business who inherits some land and he immediately wants to sell it. However, he doesn't realize that this land contains the inn that he's staying in along with the restaurant that he continues to frequent. And he begins to get sweet on the owner of both the inn and the restaurant who is Haley Duff's character. Now, Haley Duff's character is someone who grew up working with pies. You know, her mom taught her how to cook. And the movie opens up from Haley Duff's perspective. However, this movie felt more like it came from the perspective of Rob May's character, Rob Hayes' character, than Haley's, which is interesting. Now, this one was a slow burn for me. However, the one thing that lit this movie up was Rob's assistant. His assistant was so funny. Whoever played him, played him to a T because he is this bougie LA person and he's coming to this kind of in the middle of nowhere country, Western looking thing. And he, (laughs) just that whole vibe, you guys, this, that was the saving grace for me for Sweet On You. 
Um, because I, I didn't enjoy it as much as Luckless or Mixed Baggage, but I really enjoyed Rob's assistant in this movie. So if I had to rank them from least to favorite, I would put Happy Camper at number four, Sweet on You at number three, Luckless in Love at number two, and then Mixed Baggage at number one. This is now waking me up to Up TV. Up TV, I'm so sorry for sleeping on you. I think I, I was just burnt out with Christmas. And then plus with my hiatus, I was just like, I can't. So, but now I am. And so I'm going to continue to check in with y'all. Um, I know there's not much for March that they are putting out there. Um, over this past weekend, they premiered Something's Brewing, which I haven't watched yet at the time that I'm recording this. So I will let you guys know in passing in probably one of the Hallmark episodes what I thought about that. But I looked at their next two hall um next two Hallmark, their next two March movies, and they it looks like they're getting they're gearing up for Easter. So we might not see another romance movie from Up TV until May, because I know we're in Lent now. And the time of Lent where people fast before Easter. And so I think they are honoring that by showing some more dramatic, serious content leading up to Easter. They don't have a movie scheduled yet for this weekend that I saw at the time that I'm recording this, but that could change. So again, be sure to follow Dear Hallmark on Instagram and Facebook. And I will let you know with my weekend watching guides what movie if they do kind of put a movie in that slot as a pinch header what that movie will be so that you guys can check it out at your leisure so you guys those are my thoughts I am really impressed with up tv for the month of February it was solid I mean it was solid honestly compared to Hallmark I now sweet on you and happy camper wasn't that bad but I would watch those over Welcome to Valentine. Welcome to Valentine really sunk Hallmark's Valentine ship, in my opinion. Made for Each Other is a solid movie. It's just that it didn't have feels for your girl. So that's kind of what had what it has going against it. So, yeah. But, you guys, that's going to do it for me here for this Up TV Flirty February episode of Dear Hallmark. There are links and and such in the show notes for you to fiddle around with to acclimate yourself if you're new to the home of Dear Hallmark and everything that we're about. So thank you guys again. And I look forward to talking with you guys in the next episode. Ciao, my friends.